Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Metal Shop here on 99.9 KISW, the rock of Seattle, a band that I had uh, in a weird time that we were doing, you know, a lot of interviews via zoom it was it was good for what it was it was keeping people active it was keep giving people an outlet it was uh, you know having these strong connections and in, in, in conversations in a time that we needed it the most but there is nothing better than having bands that i talked to during the pandemic and actually meeting them in person uh and one of those bands is a band from bremerton called generation decline welcome to the studio y'all hey, hey. Thanks hey, for having us. Absolutely. So uh, let's go around the room, reintroduce yourselves, and tell us what you do in Generation Decline. Well, I'm Trevor. I play the bass guitar and uh, lend a lot of emotional support to my band. Okay, <laughs> nice. I, yeah, I'm sure they appreciate it. Uh, I'm Ian, and I play the drums. Awesome. I'm Angel. I am on vocals. Andy here. I play guitar and uh, jump around a lot. Nice. <laughs> Are you going to need a knee replacement in a few years because of that those hardcore jumps? You know. Me? <laughs> no, yeah. no. It's I'm... funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> knee has been hurting. Um, so what's been up since I talked to you guys last? You guys have done some touring, right? Yeah, we went up to uh, Europe in April. We did a uh, three weeks uh, in April and May, and started in Central Europe. Went over to Eastern Europe. Did a. Uh, Macedonia, Serbia, uh, went south to uh, Greece, Italy, and then kind of did a loop back towards uh, Central Europe, flew back out of there. Wow. And this was our uh, fifth run in Europe this time, so we absolutely love it there. Yeah. It's like a second home at this point. That's incredible. So, um, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of, like, local people and people that play in here in Seattle that are listening. Um, how do you suggest getting over to Europe as a band? Is it just making connections? Is it a label that flies you out? Or is it just your guys do it yourselves? I think it's a lot of uh, making those connections. Because when you play with bands that come over from Europe and you, you bond with them, it's like you want to go, you know, you want to share your hometown with them. And they you want they want to share theirs with you. So it's a nice... Uh, place to interact with each other yeah we we ended up meeting up with uh our buddy dennis who books our year tours and uh he played actually at the morgue that was this really cool diy spot in uh, georgetown yes mm -hmm. pirate punk spot yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so we played my with other him. home back in the day yeah <laughs> yeah we played with him back in like 2012 or 2013 and uh just really hit it off and uh he he kind of put the offer out there and he was like hey if you guys want to fly over there you can use my back line i'll book your entire tour 
Um, and wow. it, we just ended up becoming lifelong homies from that moment. And uh, he's been to the U.S. a bunch of times. He's actually flying back here uh, later on this year. So um, that's incredible. Making a really good connection. So what band was he in? Uh, he was in Radio Bikini and uh, Suicide State. That's awesome. And the Dirty Protest. And Dirty Protest. Yeah. And all based out of uh, Netherlands. Wow. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite? Uh, what's been your favorite place in in Europe to play? Do you think? Oh, that's a rough one. That's a rough one. <laughs> so you pick your rough. favorite child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think our like home away from home over there is definitely the Netherlands, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the uh, Eindhoven homies. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah Grindhoven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I interviewed a band called The Ocean, and they're a band from Germany. And and one of the the singers said that he kind of grew up in in the hardcore scene, and he grew up in like a lot of the like squats that they have. Oh yeah. Dude, have you guys genius. played in, or stayed in any of those? Yeah. That's yeah. Really what we play when we go over there is a lot of squats, and then it's not a whole lot of bars. It's a lot of squats and a lot of uh, uh, festivals and house party kind of things. So it's yeah. very it's a very DIY concept when we go mm-hmm. over. That's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely all based around the DIY scene for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, the squat, like all the squats over there are just amazing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole culture and just like, yeah, the freedom that comes with it's really inspiring. You and know? some of these places have been around for decades yeah right? yeah, yeah. Just, oh dude it's unreal we did and like a, the art at all these places too yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's we did nice. a villa freakins uh last show and our first tour over there and they had been around for 15 years they were in uh, uh denmark i think uh netherlands netherlands yeah. but they uh had been around for 15 years and that was like one of the longer standing squats and wow. it was just brilliant like you'd walk through the place and there was just art in every single room it was just yeah. dripping with uh inspiration every place that you'd walk through so and so when you say that you played their last show, what does that mean? Were they tearing uh, the it down? The got shut down uh-huh. because uh, people came in and bought up the... Gentrification. Yeah, gentrification yeah, took exactly. over. They bought up the spaces, and then they had to move spaces. But the the resilience of the DIY scene is uh, it's beautiful to where you shut down one squat, and six months later, there's another place going with the same concept, with the same idea. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Very inspirational. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a huge passion project spread yeah. out like across the entire continent. It's it's wild, man. Wow. Yeah. You think any of that would ever happen over here in the United oh, States? We're trying. I would love to. We're yeah. trying so hard to inspire it. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. over there in uh, like uh, when we were in Switzerland, they were telling us uh, they actually, ironically enough, squatted a Swiss watch factory, and they're like, oh, yeah. you know, if we're if if a building stays vacant for an X amount of time. The landlord has about a year to come up with a business plan with what they're going to do with the property. And yeah. if not, then as, as long as you, you're using it for an art space, you're allowed to do it. The cops actually came in there, turned on their water and power and w- weren't harassing them and stuff. So it's uh, from what we've heard, it's getting a little bit harder in Western Europe yeah. to to do this because it's with they're, they're trying to gentrify a lot of these spots. So um, it's some of them are getting shut down. But, uh, you know, like Angel said, it's... Uh, when one place gets shut down, there's many more that, that'll take that space. I know it's not a squat or anything, but it, it, it does remind me of there's a spot called Niamoto down downtown now. And it's uh by where by Ross, by the old it's the old Bartel drugs on third. Uh, and oh, now really? it's an art yeah. space that has punk shows. Yeah. And so oh, this Bartel cool. drugs got hollowed out and now they just have it's a twenty four seven art space and they have a bunch of punk shows, they have a bunch of vintage you know nice. vendors there and stuff like that it's it's pretty rare i'm sure you know it's not a squad or anything they have yeah. to pay some fee but, but still yeah. but I mean, still yeah. turning uh something like bartels into that would be pretty pretty cool mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah yeah totally let's see more of that okay yeah. so yeah, exactly. 
if you had your choice of any kind of like retail space or anything that you would make as the ideal squat, what would it be? Denny's. Denny's? <laughs> Denny's? Okay. Uh, so then, yeah, so when you play, you could be like, what the fuck is up, Denny's? Yeah, yeah exactly. dude. Absolutely. No, but honestly, any any spot, because a lot of these squats that we play aren't just doing punk shows or art shows. They're open, you know, week long, and they have, like, soup kitchens, and they'll, yeah. they'll do, you know, community feeds and stuff like that. So it's it's a spot for everybody, not just not just artists. And yeah. it's it just enriches the community, and yeah. it would be amazing to see more of that happening in the U.S. with so many empty buildings around here you know a lot of them are like double as living spaces and stuff for people mm -hmm. too like yeah you know i mean they host shows as a way to like uh you know pay their bills keep keep everything going keep everybody taken care of you know yeah so i mean there like, i'm sure there's kids that grew up in there oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, dude, that's a real yeah. thing uh, yeah. god i think it was in it was one of the cities we played in greece last time uh one of the squats we stayed at had like a daycare Wow. So I remember getting up mm -hmm. and walking to the van in the morning to go leave for the next town. And yeah, there was just like a kindergarten taking place. And you know what that's I mean? Amazing. Out in the yard. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's so wild, cool. man. Mine would be Cabela's. If there was a yeah. hollowed out Cabela's, imagine how epic that structure could be inside as like a punk space with like a school. There could be, I mean, yeah. they're so huge, right? Yeah, so, yeah totally. <laughs> let's use a Cabela's. All right. <laughs> I'm kind of burying the lead here. October 14th, they're going to be playing their hometown of Bremerton at the Charleston with Abscum from Sweden. Have you guys played with Abscum before? Mm -hmm. No, not yet. Okay. We are so excited. Yeah. 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 And this is a band that's been around since the 80s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, since, I, I want to say, like, 82 or 83. Not 100% wow. sure, but yeah. They're definitely legendary. In yeah, the, I was going to say, like, oh, yeah. it's, Cross Royalty. It's an honor to play yeah. with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a band called Resistant Culture. Uh, and, and I would say that if, if uh, and, and this is a term that I've heard on, on Jamie Josser from Hatebreed's podcast, he would call them um, Patch, uh, what was it, uh, Patch Platinum, where if you could go platinum for patches, they would be patch, patch platinum, yeah, yeah. resistant culture. Uh, another band from right here in the Northwest, Open Veins, and another Northwest band, Night Feeder. And you guys are going to be playing this one uh, at your hometown in the Charleston. So you guys book the Charleston, is that right? You mm -hmm. own and uh, run the... Yeah, uh, Andy and I own and run the Charleston. That's awesome. We're going to have to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to have to talk all about the Charleston and what a cool space that is in a little bit. Um, but uh, so, you guys are stoked for this uh, this this show. Are you guys going to be doing a run with Abscom, or is it just this one off show? It's just this one off show with them. Nice. Uh, we just uh, uh, did the tour earlier this year, so we're kind of trying to take some time to record the next album. We have some material, and so we're trying to get into the studio and get that out there so that we can yeah. get some LPs out. So uh, I'm probably going to chill on touring for a minute, but uh, totally. Uh, yeah, we're going to do this one-off show with them. And then uh, in November, we're playing the Belltown Yacht Club with Rat King. Their yes. Their, uh, album, mm -hmm. or yeah, their tour kickoff. Absolutely, oh, man. That that new album's going to kick ass. Oh, Rat yeah. King is incredible. So solid. Yeah. Those guys are amazing. Um, so... We, I got so wrapped up in talking about uh, the squats and, and everything <laughs> that I, you know, kind of wanted to revisit uh, because we did talk, like I said, over during the pandemic. But in case people are just hearing you guys for the first time, why don't we get a little backstory of Generation Decline if anyone uh, cares to, you know, humor me with uh, retelling this story? Um, I guess I, guess I could do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you want to do it? <laughs> so we started in about 2009. 
I think, yeah. Okay. So we started in 2009, and uh, we've been through a few members throughout the years based on, like, everybody's interest and what what our passions are at the moment. But, uh, um, yeah, we've, we're on our fifth album now, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're about to record our fifth album, um, so we're doing pretty good, and it's... Uh, We've just been trying to play a lot of shows and trying to get our get our message out and trying to get <coughs> what we have as a band out there and creating the noise with different musicians that want to actually be part of it. So, I mean, fourteen years for a for a minute here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> fourteen. We've had this up for uh, the last wow. Four years? Uh, I've been in the years? band Three? for f- almost six years, I think. Four, five, yeah, six. I've been in the band for about yeah but thirteen. We, yeah. I just met you so. guys downstairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we met outside. And no, like, we, you were, like we were a five piece, but within <laughs> yeah. the last three years. Oh, this four, line. Yeah, up. we've, we've yeah, become yeah, a four yeah. piece yeah. in the last few years. Cool. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two years, three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Like <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's been a while, man. <laughs> 14 years as a band, you know, that's, I mean, in punk and hardcore music, that's a lifetime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Seriously. literally. like yeah. yeah. So. I'll ask, like, what keeps you guys motivated to keep going? You know, is it do is it going out on, on and, and touring the world and seeing you know stuff like that? Is it just yeah? That's definitely a massive uh, inspiration when uh, uh, you know when we hit the road and we get so much love and get to see these people that we've met over the years that have become family now and they're stoked on our music and we're stoked to play for them. It all kind of reignites that fire, so you know it just kind of keeps us coming back for more. So as as long as, as long as we want to keep traveling the world and you know making noise, I think I don't think any of of, of us want to quit or you know yeah. stop doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think just the fact of making art through music too, like mm-hmm. is another thing that just we've all had that mentality in general of just doing this art form for as long as we can do it. Yeah. You know, and there's no time of quitting. At mm-hmm. least. In my opinion, lifers. <laughs> I, guess, I think that's what you call it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this Life is definitely it's all right there. Yeah, yeah definitely lifers. Us, so. <laughs> yeah. and I'm just fueled by unadulterated rage. <laughs> there we go. Nice. No, I like society it. Society is just uh, real inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go into a song here. And uh, again, it's Generation Decline. And they're going to be playing at the Charleston on October 14th with Avscum from Sweden, Resistant Culture, Open Veins, and Night Feeder. And uh, anyone want to say anything about Lullaby before we jump into it? Oh, Nazis. All right. The crowd boys. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. It's Generation Decline here on Metal Shop.
letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That was Lullaby here on Metal Shop. And I uh, got a band from Bremerton called Generation Decline playing October 14th back at their hometown. The Charleston in Bremerton with Avscom from Sweden, Resistant Culture, Open Veins, and Night Feeder. So I guess yeah. Now that I I uh, you know kind of asked earlier about the the Charleston, so uh, you guys own and operate the Charleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, how long is are you guys the original owners of the Charleston? And- yeah, yeah. We started it back in two thousand eight. Um, it's an all ages uh, bar with ID music venue. Yeah. Um, it's an old movie theater that uh, that we turned it uh, into a venue, and uh, yeah, we've been hitting it since uh, since oh eight. Just celebrated our fifteen year anniversary. That's incredible. In April, so yeah, we've been. Uh, just stoked to be a part of that. Yeah, thought it was going to be a short-lived project, but the fifteen years out. later, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! So, <laughs> did you uh, did you guys scout this and find? Was it a movie theater you guys used to go to? Or? So when you're asking about good places to start venues or squats, like movie <laughs> yeah, theaters movie theater. are perfect. So <laughs> <laughs> they're already self-contained. Every all the music and noise is confined already. So totally, <laughs> we found one of those. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what would have been some of the most epic shows you, you've you've uh, seen or booked or uh, you know presented at the at the Charleston over these fifteen years? I think the most epic was Linville Golding. Yeah, Linville Golding of the specials performed there. Wow. Um, and he performed he was... with the Diablotones and performed a few special songs. Yeah. And it was it was uh, for a friend of ours that passed away at Memorial, so it was just wow. like. The whole place was packed, like 500 people in the place. Our capacity is 400, way too overpacked. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those shows to where everybody's hearts were just like out on their sleeves and in the open. It was just, yeah. it was a mem- memorable moment. Mm-hmm. And then we had uh, UK Subs and the business uh, a few years back. That was a fun so show. It's, I it's that cool one. to host those bands that, you know, we grew up listening to that yeah. formed us into who we are and seeing them come around and, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to offer them a good time. It's really cool. Would you say you guys specialize in any style of music or is it all open? 
it's primarily punk and metal, but uh, we have a ton of indie shows, folk shows. Uh, we have hip hop in there. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, We've been doing comedy nights lately. Yeah, comedy awesome. nights, bluegrass, like all sorts of stuff. But mostly, it's focused around DIY punk metal. Awesome. Right on. Well, I uh, just wanted to get that shout out in here because you guys are doing an awesome thing across the Thank water. You. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so we got to talk a little bit about you know what got you into this crazy music because not everyone was born with like a minor threat cd right so yeah. uh and let's start with you trevor what got you into even just music you know was oh. it your dad rocking some yeah. classic rock or something uh, or what was yeah it? yeah man definitely my parents were a huge influence on me uh loving music my old man he was uh he always listened to a lot of like outlaw country oh awesome. a lot of like old metal like ozzy metallica mm-hmm. you know that kind of stuff um a lot of Pink Floyd. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Just like jamming out with my old man, working on cars back in the day. Just kind of uh, really got me into it. Then as I got older, uh, there's a band from White Center called Rassity Ruckus. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, those guys were buddies of mine. I mean, they still are. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, so about 14 years old, started going to live shows and That's awesome. just totally blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. ever since then, just really just doubled down, but went and bought myself a bass and and ran with it from there. And you live in White Center? I grew up in White Center. I live in okay. South Park. Okay, nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. And how about you, Ian? What what got you into music? Um, my my whole family kind of got me into music. Awesome. Because like my dad, he grew up in Wallingford. In the eighties, he was in a band called VHF. Okay. And they were like new wave kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll kind of stuff. But uh, growing up, it was a lot of like the Who was playing in my house and. Yeah. My dad would play The Who, and my mom would play Cat Stevens, so okay. I'd do that stuff. And then my brother was really into, like, Limp Biscuit and stuff. But then he showed me Lamb of God's New American Gospel Good when album. I was, like, 9 or 10. Yeah. And right after that, it just, like, really kicked me straight into yeah, absolutely. hardcore and punk rock and metal and stuff. That's cool. You know, what's funny is that, like, Randy was, like, a punk, crust punk guy. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, mm-hmm. big time, you yeah. know? Like, well, yeah, he was, like, a train hopper, dude. Yeah, For exactly. a little bit. Totally. Like, yeah. And by the time he was in Lamb of God, he was a, l- a little older, you know? Yeah, it wasn't his first band, you dude, know? Totally, so yeah. That guy's legit. Yeah, he's and, cool. And uh, how about you? How about you, Angel? Uh, what got you into music, you know, as, as a little little girl? Oh, I've been playing, I've been playing piano since I was, like, young. My grandma wanted me to take over playing piano at the church that I went to when I was younger. Wow. And as I got older, I was like, uh, I have some questions. And <laughs> they didn't want to answer, so I found my own way with music. But I used to volunteer at uh, different shops to get it. I, w- I was too broke to get into shows when I was, like, 14, 15. So I would volunteer to, like, make milkshakes or anything I could just to get in to be able to see the bands. And then started sticking around my friends with their band practices and slowly picking up instruments and being like, okay, can I can I try this? Do you mind if I... <laughs> was this in Bremerton? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, the Robin's Nest was a little uh, uh, shop outside of... It was a little coffee shop that the owner used to let all of us youngins come in and play pool and just like yeah. hang out and make milkshakes. If we couldn't afford to go to the shows, he would look out for us and give us jackets in the wintertime and like take care of us. So it was a cool spot to start to get into the scene and then... Slowly getting into like Osrotten and Antiproduct and those kind of bands, I was like, "This is my, this is my, yeah, my calling. This is what I was supposed to be here for." So, <laughs> I 
I'm gonna. This say, is the creepy thing that I was supposed to like crawl into. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's saying not to, to be your all witchy, heart. but you know. Yeah. This is the scene from Evil Dead. Yes. I just felt the calling of the, the music. Yeah. Um, I got into music. Uh, let's see how. Well, I was born in India, so we didn't have like this is all like pre YouTube and stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, we were just, uh, it was just all Bollywood and everything was a musical. And I was like, man, there's gotta be something different out there. And then, uh, my cousins who lived in England at the time, they introduced me to Michael Jackson. They were like, dude, check it out. This guy can walk backwards. <laughs> no way. And I was just hooked. I was like, how, what is this going on? Like, you know, just stoked on that. So I went to the tape shop there and they had like hundreds of Indian Bollywood tapes and then there was like one skinny little section that had like Madonna uh, Michael Jackson Metallica Sabbath so I was like let me just get all those and just smash it into my head yeah and uh, and uh, when I moved to the States and uh, uh, moved to Bremerton I discovered the underground music scene and I was like oh this is this is cool like you can just do this you don't have to be like a rock star playing arenas like you yeah. can just put together a show with your homies at a basement or on top of a pizza shop and have a killer time and meet cool people and you know and that's that's kind of what what got me going why bremerton of all places <laughs> I, <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah exactly i'm, I'm just saying from, from india to bremerton <laughs> yeah well we moved to uh downey uh, near la first okay and then uh that was during uh 91 92 it was during the uh, the riots oh yeah so uh I, I don't think my folks were too stoked on that so they're like <laughs> let's let's go north and think they knew somebody in bremerton so okay uh it's just uh immigrants helping immigrants there we go uh and, and i'm don't want to sound ignorant here, but are there any Indian punk and hardcore metal bands you know, um, now that you, there, you you might be able to look? Yeah, back there's and... there's some popping up, but uh, uh, it's it's still kind of slim pickings. I haven't been back there since like 2001, sure. I think. So, um, but yeah, that's it's it's kind of like far and few between. It's the Bollywood scene is very like dominant there. That's uh, anybody that gets into music immediately gets sucked into that. And uh, there's they produce so many movies constantly that there's always work to do. Oh in yeah. Hollywood, so I uh, do know that there's an Indian new metal band called Bloody Wood. Ooh, mm. yeah. Bloody Wood. Bloody Wood. They have like a DJ. They're like straight oh, up like yeah. Lincoln Park, but from India. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they man. toured here. The Bloody Wood. Yeah. So nice. check it out. Check them out. Yeah, let's Indian check that new out. metal. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go into another song here. Uh, and of course, this is uh, Generation Decline. They're going to be playing October 14th at the Charleston in Bremerton, the venue that y'all own. And uh, how'd you get on that show? Do you know someone who works there? <laughs> we know the owners. Okay, cool. It's nice. actually the guys from Abscom that, uh, that yeah, asked Abscom us to play. Asked us to play. Okay, <laughs> nice. All right. It wasn't actually. <laughs> Abscom from Sweden, Resistant Culture, Open Veins, Night Feeder, and the band you're listening to, Generation decline we're gonna go into no thanks uh anything you guys want to say about this one yeah no thanks no thanks okay <laughs> here it is it's generation decline on metal shop
That was No Thanks by Generation Decline, October 14th at the Charleston in Bremerton. Take a ferry over, or if you're on the other side of the water, just drive on down to this awesome venue. It's All Ages Bar with ID, uh, and it's a DIY venue. I mean, you're hearing the owners talk about it, and, and it sounds amazing. So I've been there two or three times. I need to get out there more. So I remember uh, first time I ever went out there, I saw uh, Ian's uh, band, The Loss, Played out there, and oh, I think nice. with power played oh, and yeah. some oh, other bands. Sure. So, yeah, oh, that band was so good. It was, they were such a fun live. Yes, band. they were. Same with the Lost too. Talk man. about Bremerton, the pow- power man. That was <laughs> yeah. yeah. freaking Tiki House, dude. Insane. There needs to be a documentary about that. You know, I wish that there. Just like this house where these kids live, and it's yeah. I mean, that's it wasn't a squat though because they owned it. Like the mom owned it. You know, they just let everyone live there and spray paint everything and. Yeah. Lori's a sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Lori yelled at the cops for us one night. <laughs> really? Yeah. She was like, they told me to stop the noise and I told them to fuck off. And That's amazing. I'll just pay the ticket. Can everybody throw in five bucks? And everybody <laughs> threw in the amount for the the ticket that that she got and yeah. we paid it. So it was fine. <laughs> That's so cool. What an awesome. That, She's down. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Uh, again, uh, October 14th at the Charleston in Bremerton with Abscum, Resistant Culture, Open Veins, and Night Feeder. So this is a Northwest-focused show. Metal Shop's been in the community for like 40-plus years. I, I recently listened to a, an interview with uh, Queensryche from 1982 on this radio show. So Very it's nice. the longest-running Seattle you know, metal radio show. And, and uh, because of that, I need to know favorite Northwest bands, you know. Let's let's talk about this mu- music community. What what are some of your favorite Northwest bands? Trevor, let's go back to you, man. All right, since I get to go first, <laughs> I'm taking the easy one. <laughs> Endorphins Lost. Okay. Yeah. Nice. They're great, man. Yes. Everything about them, fantastic. I saw them uh, at the, uh, what's that bar over and by Boeing Field? Uh, uh, Lucky Liquor. Lucky Liquor, yeah. yeah. I saw them for their record release show out there yeah. That was for, with Theories. That was oh, awesome. Dude. Yeah, it's a great space to see them, too, because it is just going to be shoulder to shoulder. Yes, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Endorphin Sauce. Okay, who you got? And you could say the same bands if you want. Yeah. But also, so, no, you can't. I, <laughs> next. <laughs> no, um, my favorite Northwest band right now um, that's like newer and still around is definitely Rat King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, those dudes are the sweetest guys in the world, and they play some of the heaviest music that I've ever seen. Their drummer is insane yeah he is like he's just so much they're just Carlos such a, right oh yeah, yeah. Dude. they're just such a fun band to watch but my all time Northwest favorite band though is Carp from Tumwater yeah. do you know Carp absolutely yeah. dude come yeah they, were, they went on and became <laughs> <laughs> we, we can take that out and post right <laughs> big business no. yeah 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 that, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah Carp, big business yep. but yeah like Mustache is Wild the self titled albums like those albums for me when I was in high school was like all I listened to and, and if you're listening to this and you don't know Carp, if you like Torch, if you like Melvins, if you like, you know, heavy riff driven, you know, even like Clutch, if you like stuff like oh, that, you would definitely dig Carp. So check that out. And Angel, how about you? Favorite uh, Northwest bands? For for the old schoolers, I have to say Whorehouse of Representatives. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar. I know the name. Late 90s, too, like, yeah. uh, they are just magnificent and the music that they play and the energy that they put out and the lyrics that they write it's beautiful nowadays I'd say who's still playing maybe like I got a shout out to the Night Feeder Boys 
Yeah. Night Feeder is mm-hmm. so good. They're just uh, heavy, D-beat, crust, grindy, thrashy, just everything that you would want to melt your face, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> melt your face. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Night Feeder, are they from, where are they from? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Seattle? Really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think, it, aren't they members of Death Raid? Yeah. 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 Isn't that, that uh, N dot I dot G dot H dot T dot F dot E dot E dot D dot E dot R? Yes, Okay, cool. I wonder what it stands for. As long as I got it right. As long as I got it right. Just making sure. Shout out to Open That was totally unnecessary. And how about you, man? What, yeah, what's your favorite? I have North? to say, like, uh, obviously, like, uh, Death Raid has been a massive uh, influx uh, or massive influence um, on on uh, on what we play. And like, I, I really, I dig, I dig their uh, songwriting and stuff. And uh, they're doing Night Feeder now. And then uh, other bands like Impulse Noise. Um, Rat King, uh, these guys already mentioned. I'm taking this question last, so. <laughs> but uh, Open Veins just got a new singer. Uh, shout out to Sadie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's killing it. And uh, if, uh, if you want to see these bands, hit it hard. Uh, check out Harsh Fest. There's a ton of Northwest bands, a uh, bunch of hard hitters, a bunch of new new bands that play it. Um, and then, um, you know, bands like Theories uh have been killing it so okay so you got to break down harsh fest where is this is it like in Tenino or something no or? it's in uh, Montesano it's like Montesano. almost towards uh, Aberdeen okay and uh, my buddy Zach Hicks book said he plays in uh, Burial Rights they're a new uh, grind band um, but uh, yeah he, it's, it's an annual thing happens every I think third weekend in June yeah and it's bands mostly from the northwest but uh, he'll have some bands come from like you know the midwest and stuff yeah um, but it's uh, power violence, grind, hardcore, uh, stuff like that. So if you're into it's that, like a camp out, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a camp days. out. It's an yeah. outdoor thing. Yeah. It's got a covered stage. I gotta go. Yeah, dude, it's, it's awesome. Dude, should, yeah, it's they a nice, like, wow. Wow. couple vendors. We make vegan chili for yeah, like, wow. the <laughs> Where is this again? Mon- Montesano. Montesano. It's like okay. it's like right outside Aberdeen, like ten minutes yeah. away, I think. And then he does a winter harsh fest at the Charleston too. So wow. We have like a a big festival at the Chuck when it's a. An indoor season and yeah. then outdoor it's mm-hmm. uh, camping so that's so cool also savage to consecration savage yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting some inspiration let me pull up my list gotta give the shout out to the homies <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah Scarp has been a, uh, one of my favorites for a while and they're, they're just evil as so yeah hell yeah oh I it's all good. Evil AF, bro. So Evil I, uh, I had Lise from Filth is Eternal on, and, and she oh, actually yes, brought... Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, Filth is Eternal. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. See? They so just good. keep on coming. Yep. yep. <laughs> so I had uh, Lise in, and, and she brought up Savage, to because they did a tour together. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't familiar with Savage, and I was like, oh, so, so, you know, have you guys played in bands before? And the guy's like, yeah, I was in a band called Capitalist Casualties. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> my yeah, life. That yeah, right. Right. yeah, a little yeah. band, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You might have heard of it. It was, it was like okay, yeah. cool. School me, brother. You know, sound just so good. Too. Hell yeah, Such they hard are. Hitters. Yeah, they kick ass. Oh yeah, absolutely. And sweethearts. Oh, totally. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the we're gonna go into another song here by Generation Decline again. October fourteenth at the Charleston is where you can see them. The band from Sweden called Abscum with Resistant Culture with Open Veins and Night Feeder. We're gonna go into Need to Scream. Anything to say about Need to Scream? If you're feeling a little pent up because of uh, some frustrations lately, here's your uh, chance to let it out. (laughs) Here's your anthem.
<laughs> here it is. It's Generation Decline here on Metal Shop. It's Metal Shop here on The Rock. That was uh, a band called Generation Decline over here from Bremerton. Thanks for making the drive or uh, actually taking the ferry over. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. No, uh, thanks for having us. Absolutely. Hey, so cold corn dogs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> they weren't even out. They just came out of the freezer, man. <laughs> Uh, they're going to be heading back over on October 14th uh, to uh, to play their hometown of the Charleston, a uh, place that they own and run this awesome DIY space with Abscom from Sweden, Resistant Culture, Open Veins, and Night Feeder. Uh, so this, you know, while you're here, uh, do, is there any, you know, anyone you'd like to thank or shout out or, uh, you know, show some love to? Uh, um, definitely a shout out to every single person that's playing in bands that's keeping the scene alive uh everybody that's going out to shows i know sometimes you might be tired you don't want to go out but it's once you <laughs> once you get there and the music hits it's uh you know takes you to a different place so hold on to that feeling you know and um every everybody that's doing all the behind the scenes stuff you know booking shows picking up bands from airports cooking food for them like it's it's definitely a group effort like yeah it takes you know, a tribe yeah mm-hmm. So shout out to the amazing Northwest DIY community we have going on. Yeah. Right on. And uh, anyone else? Or? <laughs> shout out to your mom. Shout out to all the haters. There you go. <laughs> you're, you're, you're what fuels me. I told you I could do this. <laughs> uh, if if people can't make it out to the show on October 14th, uh, what's the best way to, uh, to support y'all and, and, and pick up your music or... Uh, um, just send us an email, send us a message, and uh, look it up camp. online. Band band camp. Camp. All of all of our music is free online. Like we don't we we're here to get the music out and to get the to get the feeling out of the message of our music. So it's a uh, it's if you want to support, yeah, thank you for your support and 
Yeah, we'll keep mm-hmm. playing it. Keep going out to shows. You'll catch us. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right on. Generation Decline, another way. I got to do, I got to ask this. I need a volunteer, someone who is, uh, Trevor? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yep. So, Trevor? Yeah. I need you to muster up as much confidence to be the outspoken, cheesy radio DJ guy. So, oh. I want you to be as boisterous and as corny as possible to be like, you're listening to KISW, okay? So, but I need you to say, you're listening to Generation Decline here on Metal Shop, okay? Introduce you, what your name is, and uh, we need them. Do you, you, are you guys going to film this? Are you yeah, going to see yeah, us okay, so, yeah. for some blackmail? Oh, yeah, All right. Yeah, right yeah. All right. So your name, your band, right. and you're listening to Metal Shop. Give us your best radio voice. Hey, this is uh, Trevor Suspiciously Thick Engelhart, <laughs> and you are listening to Generation Decline on Metal Shop. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> bravo, bravo, bravo. It's another way here on Metal Shop. <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.